Okay, guys, I am so, so, so excited. First of all, let me share with you. I'm Maria Mariano, 40 years in my multi-level marketing business, and it's continuing to expand. And today's subject, honestly, today's subject is, is going to bring everybody on the podcast that's part of my organization to say, ah, so that is how we do it. Okay, I won't sing too much because I do not know how to sing. Sounds good in my head, but I know I already heard myself singing. I have, I can't even hold a note for a half a second. Okay. The tipping point, and I was sharing with Jean Philippe and Sabrina because we do the mastermind just before. I remember it as if it was yesterday when Luciano Garcia, one of our North American president, uh, he brilliant, brilliant man. And I just hope he listens to this podcast one day so he understands the impact he had on 2006. He gave me a book. So if you're interested in reading more books, he gave me a book and he said, Maria, because we were good, we were good. But he goes, if you want to go from good to great, and that was the name of the book, he goes, read this book. It's how to go now from good to great. And this was 2006. And I started reading this book. And I said, it took me four years. It took me four years before we came up with the why for those in my multi-level marketing business that you know today, right? So for our customers, it's helped them regain control of the kitchen because by doing so, they gain control of their finances, their health, their time, solution to the pollution. For the sales force, it's enabled them to have more money so they have more choices, right? And for leaders, it gives them an opportunity to be limitless, and where they can go. But it it was a four-year process. And at the end of the day, I was saying to Marie-Pierre, as we were getting the podcast ready, at the end of the day, it comes out to the same thing. So I can personally tell you, once you figured out, this is the subject of today, where with Simon Sinek, the, the start with the why, okay? And the subject today is the tipping point. The tipping point is how little things can make a big difference. So for us, having found that why and being able to articulate our why clearly, well-versed, beginning with me and then down to my director and my director then down to their leaders and the leaders then down to the consultants and the consultants to the customers was definitely the tipping point, the boiling point, the magic moment when an idea, trend, or social behavior crosses a threshold, tips and spreads like wildfire. I began in my Tupperware business, in my multi-level marketing business in 1983, and it was only in 2010, 2009, 1983, and only 2009, when the tipping point happened and we went to our first 4 million in sales. So between 1983 and 2009, we, we were great. We were good, not great. We were good, but we hadn't tipped over, you know, this threshold that nobody had ever sold in North America 
more than $4 million in a year. In a year, Monique, in a year, right? And then in, in 2010, we went from $4 million. Look, it took us, nine, I'm no good in math, 1983 to 2009. How many years is that, Marie-Pierre? Help me. I'm zero in math. Like one 16. One. 16 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. It took us 16 years to cross that threshold of 4 million. And in 12 months, we went from 4 million in 2010 to 8 million. That's what's happened when we hit the tipping point. So you see, Dorothy, why I'm so excited working in the Anglos. And I know that once we hit that tipping point, it's not going to be growth where, Monique, you're going to go from your average, I don't know, 12.5 a month to 24,000. No, 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 no. You're going to go from 12.5 to 100K a month. And then you're going to go from 100K a month to, like Annie, a million dollars a month. Like once you hit this tipping point, so I, I really hope you're leaning in today and taking notes because it's magical what happens here, right? It's absolutely magical, okay? So example, just like a single sick person can start an epidemic, you know, we've seen it with COVID, but let's talk about the flu because I don't want to use that word anymore. I'm tired of that word. Let's go with the flu. So too can a small but precisely targeted push cause a fashion shred, a popularity of a new product. So Dorothy, people say, how are we going to do it in the Anglo can? I don't know. I don't know. But every day I get up and it's my mission to have directors in the 10 provinces. You know, we're talking about Quebec, which pretty much we've got it covered. But then it's Ontario, and I've got them in the order I want to cover them. Ontario, Newfoundland, and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, British Columbia, Prince Edward, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick. As directors, get yourself a map every time you promote a manager. Where are they located? Can you have one located in every province? And then there's the three ter- territory, territories. You know, I always thought there was two. I learned this morning there's three. <laughs> okay, don't laugh there, but there's three. Who else knew there was three? Yeah, okay. I always talk about the two. So we have Nunavut, Northwest Territories, and Yukon. But didn't one show up there? Wasn't it two? A long long time ago. Thank you. Thank you, Trish. Otherwise, I feel like a nunu, you know, like a nunu. Okay, there was a long time ago when we studied it in school. There was two. And then a third immersion. I don't know what, a piece of land added. I don't know. Anyway, so this morning I said, Oh, three. Whoa. Okay. So this is where I want to go. The ability to get it to tip is where growth happens. And then from 10 million, 10 million, sorry, from 8 million, we went to 9 million, 10 million, 11 million. That was for three consecutive years. And then we went from 11 to 21 million. It was another tipping point. And that tipping point came about when we started delegating to directors to train. And it wasn't just me doing all the training. Ha ha. Keep that in mind. Okay. And then we went from 21 million. Let's go to the next tipping point. 51 million. What happened? Ha ha. Now 99.9% is from the people. And I basically just. Uh, inspire people to be the best version of themselves. So, I mean, it's it's not easy to get there, but I only wish, I only wish 
I had covered this in 1983. Now I said, ah, here's the good side. The book wasn't written. We didn't really know what we were doing. Okay, so, so right now, again, I repeat, my focus in English Canada is English Canada working on the tipping point. So when will it happen? When would this business goal happen? Well, it's when my Anglos, I'm talking to you guys. Are you ready? Are you ready? Of course, I'm responsible, right? Okay. When we um, have people that follow us for our why and not our product. And this is why you need, sorry guys, for on Podbeam or whatever, like I really kind of want to bring it down to my business. So if you're in multi-level marketing, remember, never, ever undersell your product because you will not attract the right people. You see, when you undersell your product, you're only attracting 80% of the customers who have no loyalty to you at all. They're just buying because you're giving it away, Trish. I want to sell my product at a premium price so I attract the innovators. I attract the go-getters. These are the people that don't buy the product for the product because they're willing to pay a premium price. Ever see Apple when they introduce a new phone? There's lineups. They could go on Saturday instead of Thursday and avoid all the lineups. Well, you want these people on your team. These are right now in my company, the Audrey's, the Lilies, the Isabels, for you guys that you know them, you understand? These are the people you want to attract, and you can't attract these people if your why isn't clear and if you're discounting your Tupperware. If you're discounting your product, you will never, ever attract the right people. To be a great leader is just like being a great parent, okay? I am not their friend. I am their mother. Ever have your kids say, hey, mom? We're besties, eh? Uh, no, I have friends. I'm not looking for any yes men. This is what I told her the first time she told me that. I have friends. I'm your mother. Okay? And then once, may call me old-fashioned if you want, but once she called me Maria. I said, uh, who? What? I'm mother. So she named me on the phone the mother. So when I call, it says the mother is calling. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I want it to be, to be great leaders it's just like being parents. As a parent, we offer an opportunity to our children so that they build their education. They build their self-confidence and they build their self-discipline because without discipline, Marie-Pierre, we can't do anything to be better. We want our kids to be better. We want our kids to be stronger. We want them to be smarter than us. Yes or yes? Of course. I said to my, my son one day with my husband, Mohammed, I said, Son, nobody wants you to be better than them other than your parents. So stop talking to the neighbor, okay? You don't ask your neighbor for advice. There's nobody that wants you to be better than your own parents. Leadership is not a rank or a title. Leaders lead the way by going first. And before anyone else, they take the risk. They choose to make sacrifices. Sacrifices. Did you write down that word? Sacrifices? Good. Okay. So that their people can, bet, can be better, stronger, smarter, and more successful. Your people must gain. Dorothy, you cannot be a leader if you're in it for your personal gain. If Melanie Miller was in it for her personal gain, she would be retired 10 years ago. 
Okay, you cannot be in, in it for your personal gain. Focus on working with the innovators, the early adapters, or in my language, on your 20%. So if in your comments, Melissa, you have somebody saying, oh my God, it's expensive. Don't answer. They're on the right side of the spectrum. You, you don't want to work with them anyways. You understand what I'm saying? And until you don't respect what you do, how you do it, and your why, with the just price, you cannot attract them. Innovators, they look for new products, new ideas, the, the early adapters. This is all the 20%. Appreciate the advantages of the new ideas, the technology. They recognize the value and they're willing to pay the premium price. Write it down, premium price. And then there is the rest of the people who always have something to say. I can buy the something at the Dollarama. Well, what do you mean Rubbermaid is not the same thing? You think I'm going to start arguing with a company that's been 75 years around? We say the new pushes the old. So when you get these new innovators in, they're going to push me and you, Monique, to be a better version of ourselves. We use their energy, their success, their growth to empower the rest, the rest of the 80%. So focus on the 20. They perceive much greater value in your why, than in your product and they're willing to be your influencers. So get them to share where they use their product on your VIP page. Get them involved. Remember, the more I got my leaders involved and the more I just inspired, the more we grew. But it must start with why. Why do you do what you do? Now, remember Martin Luther King when he gave people something to believe in? I have a dream, Dr. King, he said. It had nothing to do with with, with the blacks, because in his million men march, there were as many whites, as many black men, as many white women, as many black women. It was about the freedom chart. The why was so big that he attracted everyone and his ability to articulate the why, his ability to give the words that inspired, his ability to give hope, his ability to give opportunity, and his ability to bond everyone together was unstoppable. Now, it's theoretical, but I'm sure you can feel me. Are you guys feeling me? Are you feeling Now I'm looking at Sandy. Daniel, you're feeling me? Yeah, okay. Now here comes our astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetreault. That's going to come with the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Are you ready to take notes? Let's go to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Maya. So just before I start, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. So if you're on Podbean, it gives you heart for you. And so you have more chance at the end of the month for the conditioning program draw. And on Facebook, always add a comment before so people will know why they should listen to the podcast this morning. So yes. <laughs> For me, when we were re reading the chapter uh, yesterday, I was looking at Maria. What is really a tipping point? I'm not sure. And now I know because sometimes you will read it in a book that say momentum. In another, it will say the big mo. It's all sort of words that always say the same thing. Is that yes, good people can go from good to great at all time. It's not magic. But yes, it seems like magic because you don't see it coming. And 
it's tada, it's it's there, but it's not magic. It's really passion, it's purpose and action. So they will find their path. They have a purpose, and if they get knocked down, they will get up again. So those people, they will keep asking better and better questions that get them closer to their goal, and they continue to find the people and resources that support them on their journey. So they turn resistance into growth, and they fully immerse themselves in the experience. So if you want to be that kind of people that go from good to great, there's 10 ways to go from good to great. So number one, it's find your compelling why. So yes, find that one thing that you can become a dream machine, turn your dreams loose and envision the end in mind. So your why is your drive and you find your why by answering the question, what, why do you do what you do? So to find your compelling why, you have to find the, the answer that connects with your passion and plus at your heartstrings. Number two, it's become a force of one. So get out of your own way and stack yourself for success by channeling your thinking, feeling, and doing. So think the thought that serve you, feel the feeling that empower you, and do what you know needs to be done. So discipline thinking combined with discipline action is an unstoppable force and it's yours for the asking. So what is the uh, discipline thinking? It's the edge of concept. So simplicity leads to greatness. So the question is, are you a hedgehog or a fox? So it comes from the story, the hedgehogs and the fox. It divides the world into uh, hedgehogs or foxes. So based on the ancient Greek parable, the fox knows many things, but the hedgehogs know one big thing. So the hedgehog, uh, when confronted by predator, the instinct is to curl up into a prote protective ball. This single response is simple and works as a response to any attack. So the, to transition from good to great, you should focus on doing one thing better than anyone else in the world. The single function will become the organization edge-edge concept. So the following step to uh, help you expedite your process is first determine what you can uh, be best in the world at. After that, you have to determine what drives your economic engine. And number three is to determine what you are deeply passionate about. And discipline action, the second way that you have to have to um, become a force of one. Discipline action is to create that culture of discipline. So discipline thought followed by discipline action is required, but do not assume this requires a tyrant leader who discipline. So this leads to highly dysfunctional organization, but every team member is rather afforded to the degree of personal empowerment and latitude that is necessary to bring the firm and vision objective into existence. After that, we have number three, it's model the best. So the best do it with models. They find the best example of what they want to accomplish and they learn from them. You can find role model or success stories or case studies and work backward from there. Success always leave a clue and you can play the detective to find it. Number four, yes, yeah, Melissa, copy the right cap. <laughs> Something that Naya always say, copy the right cap. <laughs> Number four, it's give your best where you have your best to give. So this is you unleashed. The best play to uh, the best play to 
uh, to their strength. So they spend more time doing the things that make them strong and less time doing the things that make them weak. This build energy and momentum in, and instead of getting drained, you get charged and you grow where you can grow best. Number five is find your best arena. So don't be a fish out of water, find your element. Going from good to great means finding where you can play your best game. So maybe you're an okay doctor, but you can be an incredible actor. <laughs> so take your skill to the job or place where they make the most impact. Number six is execute. So taking action is how you make things happen. So throw massive action at whatever you need to do. Even if it seems like you're only taking baby steps at a time, you will eventually hit the, your stride. So when you keep taking action, you will learn faster and each result teaches you uh, another way how to do something or how not to do something. So sometimes the only way to get past some problem is to overwhelm them with action. Number seven, it's stick with it. So if you fall down six times, stand up seven times. Whenever you think you can't, you're working against yourself. So it starts with belief. Think you can and then prove yourself right. Number eight, it's learn and respond. So the best, uh, the best take action, learn and respond. So they are always failing forward. There is no failure, only feedback. So the great one use the feedback to improve their approach. They stay adaptable while they are finding their way forward. So be your own best coach, not your own best critic. Number nine, it's let it go. So maybe now you will be stuck with the let it go, let it go <laughs> for a day. Okay. <laughs> no. Let it go. So the best, let it go and move on. So they don't carry baggage. They focus on the objective and they measure against effectiveness. Either their approach is working or it's not. If it's not working, they let it go and find a new way forward. And number 10, it's team up. So the best of the best team and will, uh, the best of the best team up with people that amplify their impact. So they also team up with people that provide more deliberate feedback and that help them find their blind spot and get unstuck. So the disciplined people means get the right people on your bus. So people assume that new business leader immediately begin by announcing where they are going, by setting a new direction or by articulating a fresh corporate vision. But in fact, the leader of company that went from good to great started not with where, but with who. Start by getting the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus and the right people on the right seat. Then you can review the core value and establish a vision. So that's the 10 ways to uh, go from good to great. So no, it's not magic. It's passion, it's purpose, and it's action. Oh my God. Okay, drop the mic, guys. Drop the mic. Do you agree? Okay, I love that. Get the wrong people off the bus get the right people on the bus and get the right people on the bus on the right seat. Anybody think it's uh, Lidiama business? Huh? That's exactly, but you know, it takes work. It's a work in progress. And like I said to Marie-Pierre this morning, if I had read this book, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, maybe we would have folded the time in which it took us from 
from to go from good to great. And now then we went to extraordinary and now we're going to legendary. So in closing, just remember as leaders, lead the way with your why, with your why. As a couple, my why was to show the world that two people from different spectrum of the planet, different vision of religion, different vision on what tastes good as food and what doesn't, could unite and build something extraordinary. That was the why. This is why my marriage has been working so far. Amen. Thank you, Lord. As a parent, the why to leave my Trace, like how, how do you live eternally? Well, through our, 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 notre progeniture, like, you know, our offsprings. I don't know how to say it. And making sure that we, we integrate them values that are worth sharing over these centuries to come. Look at things we value today. And you look back, oh, this comes from, a lot of it comes from Martin Luther King. Working together, okay? Uh, as a leader, my why is very clear, providing a platform at my level for the sales force to increase their money so they have more choices. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty simple. It's, it's got to stay simple. And as leaders, be ready to take risks, make sacrifices. I was sharing with Sabrina, Marie-Pierre, and Jean-Philippe. I mean, when you guys see me, I'm always standing in the same place. This is not a fake wall. I mean, this, so people know that I'm intentional. I mean, I am where I am. I don't, I don't putz around. I'm focused. I'm focused. And if my people see me sacrificing, see me giving my 100%, they'll give me their 100%. It's like you trying to tell your kid, pick up your room, and your own room as a parent is a mess. It doesn't work. Put your people's interest first. We're there so they can be better. And when they are better, that means they are better for their family, they're better for their community, and they're better as leaders, which in turn makes them better for my company. Does that, does that make sense? When leaders perform like this, the response is huge. It's huge. Their people, their followers, the 20%, let's go with my company, the diamonds, the 20%, will in turn sacrifice. Like sometimes I look at the level of training and I know how many hours it took them to put it together and they do it for free. They're willing in turn to sacrifice. They're willing to give their blood, their sweat, and their tears so that their leader's vision can happen. I can tell you, Annie Marchand put a lot of 24 hours in so that me, Maria's vision, would be happening. And today I look at, 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 at Melanie Miller, I look at, at um, Stephanie Seguin, and so on and so forth. This is the sort of organization you want to build. And it begins with you, your spouse, your family, and then it transcends in everything you do. Because remember, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I'm excited to see my Anglos tonight at the reunion. We have the nominees for the Oscars for the first trimester. So I'm really, really excited. So Anne, thank you for joining us. Bye, my Anglos. Off to the French. And for my Anglos, I'll see you tonight. Bye. Marie-Pierre.